Hey guys, it's Kyle. Thanks for listening to the Meba Mix podcast. Don't forget to follow our social medias at Meba Ferris. That's M E B A F E R R I S for updates with our program. And we will also be posting polls subsequently to the podcast releases. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Now let's get into today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Meba podcast. This is Benny Short. And I'm Kyle Fable, and uh, we're joined by one of our own from our program. Yo, yo, what's TJ. up? TJ. What's up, what's up, man? Special guest, uh, Tashiro Johnson. Welcome to Johnson. the Meba Mix podcast, TJ. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate the call. Absolutely. Of course. Yes, sir. So what are we going to talk about today, man? Well, today's Friday, so as you know, music typically drops on Fridays. Of course. We've got a few albums that I've been listening to. Right, try man. to get a Try to get an open ear for them. Okay, okay. So... The Black Panther movie must have released pretty recently. Yeah. To be completely honest, I don't follow it. I should. <laughs> it was uh, Wednesday, I think. Wednesday. Wednesday. Whatever day was the 7th. So it released... Or the the 9th, maybe. I don't even know. But if it, it was the 9th, week. it would have been Wednesday. Yeah, the ni- yeah, it was Wednesday. So that released Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, just today, they, they released an album for it, the soundtrack. Yeah, the full soundtrack released on uh, Spotify. Yeah, a few, few songs featuring Rihanna. She starts and ends that album. It's crazy. It's kind of under her name, isn't it? That's why I saw. Yeah, it. Like yeah, it's, 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 it's under her name. And, it's kind of how uh, Thames. Yeah, it's kind of how yeah. the first movie. It was all under Kendrick's name. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Released under him and stuff like that. And for her to for this to be her comeback kind of thing, it, it's crazy. Especially for it to be this movie and the movie to have high emotions and such a such great history because Chadwick, rest in peace, him. You know his legacy still lives on, and for her to have them songs and it's so dope of course i think they chose the right person to be honest definitely what do you mean by your comeback is it has it been a while it, it's been a minute it's been a minute yes has rihanna dropped anything it's, it's been a minute okay yeah, so for her to have this be the moment where she brings something back is crazy and her collabing on album with thames is oh my goodness i love Thames so much as nigerian singer she's so good got a I'm great so voice yes and her uh song being the one that they released in the trailer uh, no woman no cry is so good it's so good i love it it's a great song yeah the album as i said it starts and finishes with rihanna mm-hmm. a couple tracks from times and uh there's even a, f- a future feature yeah hidden in there that's crazy that's a pretty good song I, I listened to that one specifically it's a pretty good song okay yeah it was it was some some definitely some crazy features up pink panthers feature was on there and that's insane because that just shows you the power of social media today you know artists coming from blowing up on tiktok yeah, being especially on black TikTok. panther 2 album yeah that's crazy it's so crazy. It, it was overall such a well put together album but diverse in the same way as I the first agree. one yeah but it's got to be diverse when it comes to a soundtrack because oh, there's, yeah. there's so many different emotions <laughs> that a movie goes through right yeah especially a movie that has this weight to it like you have an actor pass away and you have to carry on his legacy and stuff and i haven't seen the movie yet so i don't know what goes on in the movie but i listen to the soundtrack so for it to have that weight in it it, it fits the, the story good as yeah, far as i know of course it was a, it was a great album right, well yeah. put together it was so good, so good. another album that released was a uh, whiz kid he, whiz- really, <sighs> he released an album he only oh, had he only had one feature on there yeah. And it was uh, Don Tolliver. Okay. That was a pretty good song. Okay. I haven't heard that song yet, but I love Don Tolliver and Wizkid. He's got Wizkid's a, been on a roll lately. 
Yes, yeah. he has. Yeah, internationally, crazy. Yeah. A lot of the uh, Nigerian artists are killing the game right now. Which is great to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's so good to see music from different cultures kind of go everywhere. Especially like UK Just, Drill, like Sleepy yes. Hollow, Any, Chef G. Oh, my goodness, man. Anything from over there, any like um any influence that we pick up anywhere else and we are able to use it here is just so good like music being able to be carried from place to place yeah of course another album that it dropped brantley gilbert he released a 10 song album honestly i i really liked all 10 songs yeah you mentioned you're a country music fan right yeah 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 no i i really i really liked all all 10 songs it started off with the with the song with uh blake shelton and vince gill okay and that was the first song and i thought that was a really good song and i thought it was a great intro song that's really cool because first of all you don't hear of albums with only 10 songs on them anymore yeah and you know 20 to 30 years ago that was the regular yeah it would be 10 12 songs yeah and also in the country music genre um features uh, unless i'm wrong haven't been very regular now features besides duets yeah to have you know features on it that's that's interesting i like that yeah he had a handful of features on this on this album and i thought it was really sweet and i love the way that brantley gilbert goes throughout goes through like his production and everything because he's not like a like a twangy country okay he's like a he's almost like a rock rock incorporated country okay so he has like a a different creative process when he goes yeah yeah it's like it's like hard country okay that's cool it's really cool i'm a a huge fan of him i definitely got to get uh more into it it sounds good i haven't really been exposed to a lot of stuff but i know blake shelton i know of like no other people he, he uh one of the songs on the album he so hardy was on the song hardy okay. and toby keith okay wow yeah and uh the song was called Wor- this is the worst country song of all time and uh <laughs> that's awesome and yeah it was it, all they were doing was a bunch of like it was just an irony song so it was just okay. a bunch of like it was like a satirical track exactly okay. exactly like it was just all like right. Like it's a, a great parody, song basically it, it was a parody like okay. he's, they were saying like i don't want to work for anything and like all this stuff and mm. i don't want to like get too deep into like you know agreeing on whatever right. but like just the way that they said it every lyric in there was it went against country mm. and it wasn't that they actually believed this but it was mm. just that they were like they were they just put it their message into a story in a different way and i really enjoyed that yeah i thought yeah. it was a i thought it was a pretty sweet way to bring it across okay yes I do. sofago dropped an album <laughs> sofago sofago's been on the roll but i just i'm i'm a little bit disappointed and not just sofago but the the xso freshman class he was in how they all haven't been able to capitalize as much as i've wanted them to on the fact that they were on the xso list that was a great freshman list yeah i'm saying and for all y'all to be there i haven't heard any really any collabs from any other artists that was on the list haven't heard really other than this project anything new yeah it's just i don't know it's just 
a little lackluster, I guess. I was expecting a little more. Yeah. But this album was good, though. I love this album. album good. The album was pretty good. Was pretty solid. Had a feature from Louisiana. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, stay awake. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> was so Is that what it's called? Stay awake? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uzi, Uzi's doing great right now. Yeah. Uzi's yeah. doing amazing right now. Yeah, he's been switching up his style, yeah. too. Yeah. I, mean, so, I love seeing artists that have been able to be consistent with how good they are, but be so versatile in yes. their styles. It's crazy. Because yes. Uzi today versus Uzi when he was on the XXL freshman list. Come on now. Yeah, it's, it's so different. He's so good. I love artists like that that yeah. can go do a new style, but they'll still incorporate them in it. Yeah. They'll still make exactly. it personal. They'll make it their style. Yeah, still. But I yeah. love how. Yeah, still stand the test of time, but at the same time, and being creative and different with it. Yeah. So dope. That's just like Travis Scott, I mean. Oh, yeah. I, Which I heard he's supposed to be dropping Utopia for the, the year ends. We've been hearing that for ages. I'm saying, but we. <laughs> I was about but, to say, I feel like I heard about that a long time ago. You did. <laughs> Way too long ago. But the, the only thing that gives me hope is the fact that we got the Kendrick drop this year that I wasn't expecting. Yes. And uh, Donda dropped, which I wasn't expecting him to drop that like last year. Or was that this year? I believe Donda and Certified Love Boy. That, that was 2021. Yeah, that was last year. Fall right? of 21. Yep. Yeah. That was a great fall, though. I, oh, absolutely, my goodness. I had so much music to enjoy. It was just. <sighs> that was such a hectic fall. Couldn't go wrong. Yeah, there was a lot, yeah, oh my there was a lot going on. Yeah. The, the music world was kind of collapsing. Mm -hmm. And then CLB, it broke like Spotify record, most streamed album in a day. But it, I think that's been broken right now by Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that she ha and she has every single record on the track list was on the top 100 list and it was top 10 like yeah. in sequential order yeah. the whole yeah. album. I was like, "What?" Yep. Yeah. So, shout out to Taylor, man. She going crazy. Yeah, no, she she absolutely ate that up. I'm saying, man. She she's so good. So good. And that's another artist who's been able to stand the test of time and still be creative cuz album to album it's like a different story every single time and a yeah. different story with a different style. And it, it gives you so many different opportunities to listen to so much of her music in different ways. And it gives you more ways to relate. Yeah. It gives you plenty of ways to relate because you can just... Exactly. Sometimes artists, they have this, this style that they go through and that'll be it for so long and be like, like rod wave dude yeah no, no offense oh, to him but you read so my good. mind you rod, read my mind rod wave is so good but all of his songs it's are about breaking so, up and i used to love rod wave rod wave and when he dropped ghetto gospel and then like right after that I, I think it was pray for love i was like okay he's he's the he's the goat right now he's the best yeah but then he dropped two more albums after that and it was the same thing yeah the same sound the same topic it's like He'll have one song in the album that's about getting money and chilling and oh, it sounds like a happy upbeat song, and then the rest of the album is just yeah, the rest um, of the album is just crying and yeah, like real. I mean yeah, we need that music, but like also I'd love to see him some more versatility. Exactly. Yes, he he needs a style switch up, and he can. Yeah, he I yeah, know he exactly. Can. He has the the vocal ability. He has the. Creative, people, ability. creative ability maybe he doesn't like maybe that's why he's mm. only doing breakup songs is because mm. that's his limit oh 
hot hot take hot take maybe uh i don't know if i'm gonna take that one and run with it but I, it's definitely a possibility <laughs> okay i do believe it's a possibility i, I mean, hope that he, he he changes it up a little bit though because even on his feature list he has so many different artists coming <sighs> from so many different parts i'm like you you got to switch it up somehow yeah exactly yeah. yeah but so uh young blue also dropped an album last night oh yeah. i heard yeah but young blue young blue's been like silently creeping up he has he's yeah. been on he's been on bunches of songs recently yeah. he's nice yeah i really ever enjoy since, what he's got ever since he blew up with uh your mind still mm. i think every artist is scared of having that one hit wonder word well phrase thrown at him but he's he's definitely he he'll sneak up on a track feet a, a, a drake feature or something crazy he'll sneak up on a, a random feature you'll be like what yeah yeah uh favio four and i uh-huh crazy I, I don't know off the top of my head who else he had featured but I, he had a good amount of features like okay. probably it was probably roughly i would say probably like a 20 song album <sighs> and i'd say probably seven at least had features Ooh, yeah, it's insane it's insane i just hope that he'll be able to stand the test of time because i really like what he's doing right now oh for sure yeah he's he's really good he's got a good voice yeah. and he's got a great versatility oh yeah his I, production is also crazy it is yeah so and he has the he's he's pretty much being co-signed by everybody mainstream right now like everyone's showing him love so that's yeah. a great place to be too oh yeah i, re- I really hope he, he he gets it going is that it for new music that would be it for new music. Okay. I, I got to listen to some of them albums, though. No, nah, there's, some, there's some great albums. I know. I haven't been listening to music lately, man. That's my thing. I got to get back into it. So, uh, you're planning to be an artist? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. You know. I, um, Give us a backstory. Yeah, what brought Ooh. you? What, what got you into music as heavily as you are right now? Mm. ever since i was young i've loved every piece of music from every genre from every era music has just it struck me forever and it's a blessing and a curse being the youngest in the family because you know you're the youngest but you have everyone around you with their own style of music that they like and they're all they're all developed already musically and what they like so you get pieces from your older sister and she listens to this type but my brother he listened to this type of music and my my granny she listened to like earth wind and fire um a lot of anita baker a lot of soul stuff and my mom she listened to a lot of r&b of mary j blige she listened to neo soul like erica yeah. badu and I'm, I'm coming around my sisters and they're listening to this new artist so i'm getting the old and the new at the same time and it it hit when i was young like um, I remember one time I visited my dad for a summer and I went to the Boys and Girls Club at the time. And the way I would become known basically around the Boys and Girls Club is I, we would have these little rap battles. This is when we were like little kids. That's awesome. It's crazy. That is, yeah, that that is. Like, it's how old would you say? I had to say like 10 maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe like 10, 9. It's so like fourth grade. Yeah, something crazy. It's just a bunch of little kids. We'd go back and forth, and we just rap, and that's how I would be known. It's every time I come back to Boys Girls Club, you're like, "Oh, you the guy." And <laughs> you gotta be tore it. it up. And I, I don't know, cause I, my my whole life, I've stuck. I struggled with like 
confidence issues in, in some areas of my life, but whenever it came to music, I was always so sure that this is what I was gonna do. And like around this time last year, I knew I wanted to do music and I knew that it was the only thing I can't I could do in my life. But you know, you hear everyone around you, they're like, oh, everyone wants to do music and basically what makes you special. But I had this kind of revelation or epiphany, if you will. And I, I remember sitting and I was like, what I feel for music, it's not a hobby. It's what I want to make my life. It's what I want to do. It's a passion. It's more than a passion. It's like in, in me. And I feel like if I didn't do music, I would be doing a disservice to myself. You have like a no other option type of mentality. Yeah, yeah. it's like it, it's this way or, or it's nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I am, yeah. And especially growing up, like writing my whole life, I never got to put anything down. I don't have anything yet. I'm working on this project right now, though. It's going to be crazy, but I believe it. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. I might have to preview some on the podcast next time I come on. I Absolutely, definitely yeah. go crazy. But it's this um, jazz neo soul kind of rap project I'm going on right now. Oh, I like the sound of that jazz oh, yeah. neo soul rap. But yeah, some of my All biggest right. my biggest influences. Name them off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Who are some of your biggest influences? Okay, when it comes to artists in general, I'm, I'm gonna do it in two separate ways. My rap influences Kendrick Lamar. The way he tells stories, the way he's so musically advanced, vocally. It's insane. He has so lyrically. many like double entendres. Oh my goodness. And J. Cole, because the way he can make a song and make it a hit, but also have it have layers to mm -hmm. it. <sighs> and the thing is, which it really upsets me, is the fact that like so many people can make a hit and then it won't be lyrical. Yes. And so many people can make some lyrical song. And, and then it nobody won't be will look a, at it. It won't be a hit. That's what I'm saying. No one will even know it. I'm s no, for for that to happen sometimes, it really it hurts me. But J. Cole has always been the one artist that was able to capitalize on having it lyrical and having it be a bop at the same time. So I always looked at that as uh, something that I want to do. I want to make sure that my, my lyrics hit, but the song is, is something you can groove to, something you can casually listen to. Yeah, I mean, I'm bopping my head over here just thinking of the song <laughs> exactly. Work Out. Work Out. Oh, my. I'm literally. Straight up, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Come on, now. Come on. And his lyrics, they just, they just hit you in a different way. And that's definitely my top two influences on top of Andre 3000 from Outkast. He's so musically just creative. And the way he uses styles... And the way he mixes them together, the way he uses his voice, like he'll sing a lot. Lyrically, he's crazy. Lyrically, to me, Andre 2000 is the best artist. Now, honestly, I, I don't really, I haven't listened to Andre uh, 2000 that much, but the way you're describing him really makes me think of uh, J.I.D. Oh, that, that's number four. That's number four. The Forever Story is honestly might be my number one album of the year. Uh, the that, Forever Story is crazy. That album was great. I yeah, would say that's probably another 10 actually, out of 10. Oh, yeah. That's definitely... It was another... Because uh, that had a jazz feel to it with a lot of the songs that he had on there. But it, he also... He, he was, sang a little bit on that album, too. He was album, singing too. on he it. Singing. Yeah. And he was bringing his soul into it. And that's what I want to do. I want to have an album. That's why I look to people like Kendrick and people like J.I.D. Because 
they make you feel where they're from yeah. and who they are as an artist. Like Good Kid, Mad City. You listen to that album, it makes you feel like you in Compton. It makes you feel like you riding around the city and you you see people over there and you 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 listening to that first track, Shireen. You can see him in that car. You can see him driving to that girl. You can see him like you be in up. the car with you, him. You in the car with him. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and that's something I've always wanted to do with my songs. And um, me, it, it's taking a little bit long because I'm such a perfectionist with the way I, I want it to be. And I'm still kind of learning myself and really coming to grips with who I am and where I really claim. Because I was raised in Kalamazoo. Yeah. But throughout high school, I lived in Ben Harbor, went to St. Joe, and I was born in Grand Rapids. So I'm coming from all these different places, all Midwest, I mean, Southwest uh, Michigan, but it's a bunch of different areas. Every single place is different. And I'm still trying to figure out which place connects to me the most. Yeah. So I can make people feel that, kind of give them an insight to where I'm from. Because I, I, I just can't wait to get this music out. So, uh, when you're writing, like, what would you say works best and worst? Like, mm. what what gets you in that artistic mindset? Okay. A lot of the times, the thing that gets me the most into my artistic mindset is I'll hear a beat if it speaks to me. Like an instrumental from, like, yeah. YouTube? Yeah, because right now I'm not really connected with any producers or anything i don't have anyone sending me beats so i'm finding most of my stuff on youtube or wherever i find i might find an open verse or something on tiktok that a producer released and i'll, I'll start writing to that but it has to so will you write to things that you know that you're not gonna yeah put, like actually record yeah yeah that's, just that's for some practice kind of just for practice or just to just to see if i'm able to even fit a beat because I'll hear like complex beats sometimes or yeah. something that you that's not even musical in a way that you can bob to it. Something that's just crazy just to challenge myself. And I, uh, a lot of the times when I'm writing, if I'm writing serious, like a song, I'll put what I'm feeling out first. I'll just write down whatever I'm feeling. I, it doesn't even rhyme. I'll just write it down or I'll storyboard what I'm about to write. So I have an idea where I'm going with it. So I'm not I'm not too familiar on storyboarding writing. Okay. How would you explain that process? It's, um, I kind of look, I'm, when you have a creative mind, you see art in every form kind of the same. So when I'm writing and I'm storyboarding something, I picture it as this, as if it's a movie. Okay. Or a book. I put it in scenes. I have these, these characters. I have this idea, this theme of where I'm going with it. So almost this, like a whole thing minus a script for minus the script basically. Okay. And that's how I see, it. especially me. I'm a daydreamer, so I'm always thinking of movie scenes. When I talk, I reference a lot of movie scenes. It's just I always have that piece of art in me. Yeah. And that's what I want to really get into when I finish this project up. I want to get into videography. Start making some crazy music videos. That's some something artistic that I would, stuff. That's something I'd love to get into as well, mm -hmm. personally. Because oh, yeah. I, I love producing music. Yeah. And I think that recording videos would be just as fun. Oh, yes. I think it would be just as like, like enjoyable. Yes. My uh, biggest influences when it comes to how I want my music videos to look. 
once again kendrick because you look at his his videos for a lot of his songs on the damn album are crazy like humble the way that video looks is so good it has these different pieces of it with all the same feel but they're just they fit the lyrics and they're so creative and they all have different meanings to her element the beat switch is on element fit the video and how the video topics switch so well every video he has uh or to pimp a butterfly like these walls that video is insane because the double entendre of what he's saying is these walls but he's talking about um sex basically but throughout the video he's just he's in a, a apartment complex and he's literally going through walls okay yeah so it it's just it's just insane it's, it's crazy so that's where i kind of want to be with my videos is i want everything to have a deeper meaning to it and i i can I almost know. see how like storyboarding could help you assist exactly. in making music videos exactly even if the music video doesn't have anything to do with the song even if it's just a creative video that's still something that i want to do mm -hmm. like having it even having people in it that aren't me or something yeah you know like on some j cole stuff like um crooked smile i believe the video was just dogs throughout the whole video it was literally it was just animals the way he was talking and it they kind of went through the video matching the lyrics of the song but i'm like bro it's dogs right now it's crazy but, but it's it was still so fire it's art and that's why I say that when you when you see cre things creatively, you kind of see art all the same and you draw influence from each piece of art and it helps you be more creative in yourself. No, that's sweet. Yeah, that's why I'm, I try to be as musically. What's the word for it? Um, Versatile? Yes. I try to be as musically versatile as I can, listen to any genre, any age, any time. Because if you stick to one spot, it stops you from being creative. You can't move. You're 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 stuck basically. You were telling me your top five favorites the other day, and it was the oh yeah, my top five favorite artists. Yeah, expected because you were saying Journey and System of yes. a Down, and when when it comes to the music, I uh, I love genuinely. And the artists that I love, like my artist inspiration altogether, my number one would probably would be Michael Jackson. Number two would be Elvis. Oh my gosh, of course. <sighs> Come on now. Just because how they how they capture the idea of being a superstar, how they're different people. Seeing someone on the stage like that and seeing them perform in the way they do, it's it's otherworldly. Yeah, it has to be. It's Michael Jackson could stand up on stage for like five minutes and people are fainting. Yeah. People are passing yes. out. Elvis has entire orchestras behind him performing crazy or this like Kendrick today. He's doing this uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers tour. And okay. the way he's doing these performances is he has the background dancers and some. He had a projector where it was playing a, a performance of one of the songs that he was doing. And it had like these silhouettes of him and his girl going back and forth, arguing in the back. And I'm like, what? Yeah, Crazy. give me my keys. He had a, yeah, give me, oh my, we cry together, that live. Or um, what's another one? 
uh, he was performing uh, United in Grief and he had a puppet and he was kind of like doing ventrilo ventriloquism a little bit with the puppet, but it was supposed to symbolize how we we're being like used. Yeah. But it was so dope. And that's another thing that I want to do is I want to have my live performances be in a way kind of like a a Broadway performance or something like that. Just like choreographed, Just like choreographed. Hollywood level. Yes, it has to be crazy. It has to be authentic in me, but also creatively different. And I would, that's something amazing. And I feel like a lot of people lack that nowadays. Yes. Just like, like a lot uh, of live performances are just energy now. It's, it's honestly just rage and jumping up and down. And I, I don't like watching live performances today because a lot of the new rappers are just throwing water at people, yeah. <laughs> jumping yeah. into the crowds, playing to a track, playing to a exactly. track. They're not even singing. Yeah. They're not even rapping. Yeah. They're just letting the crowd rap. I'm like, I, I would never. That's what I'm saying. Live performances about something like that. Yeah. But seeing like a Kendrick or a Baby Keen perform where not only are they switching it up every time it's something different but you're actually you have to you have to be in the moment when you're watching the artist and they're just jumping around they're just they're just allowing you to be taken over by the hype basically you can just sit there and record them and you don't even have to be there no you're just you can look through your phone and feel the exact same way as you would if you were there without your phone but when you watch an artist like Kendrick or Baby Keem or even before phones when it was like MJ even if they had phones back then nobody would have it out no not no, at nobody. all nobody you, you're watching Elvis on your phone no <laughs> you're crazy they're not even bringing their phones because Absolutely they not. just have this presence about them that's so amazing and that's why my um, my biggest influences they never really fit what people think they're gonna be yeah it's like nah my fa my favorite artist like uh vinnie said michael jackson elvis what did i say system of a down system of a down journey yeah journey oh my yeah don't even yeah don't, don't even start talking about that but but who? you also stay really up to date too on what's new oh yeah especially in the hip-hop world oh yes it's because the hip-hop world hip-hop in the way it is is it's everything right now everything hip-hop is everything put together if yep. there's not hip-hop then there's nothing <sighs> hip-hop is everything it's in it's every genre being pulled together and sampling is so big today and it's, I, been, I it's it. been big forever but it's way bigger almost every song that you hear today is sampled from something else or mm -hmm. uses a, a vocal clip of somebody and it's because today when you have this art you're allowed to be you're allowed to connect it to other forms and other genres and because we're a lot more open as a society people are a lot more capable of being able to hear that and take pieces of it that they like even if you might not like this artist or this song you recognize the riff that they use and oh this is from this artist or, yeah. or oh, this sample is what it's crazy and it just makes you happy in a way that you feel represented through the art. Yeah, and I know. That's why I have to stay up to date because a lot of things today. And when you're not up to date, you kind of feel, you have, you have this outsider feel to you. 
and like a fear of missing out basically that's why mm-hmm. i gotta catch up a little bit more i've been slacking off a little bit but yeah i i'd rather dive back and hear something that's already been there because it's already had its time to settle into the culture of music and it's already had its time to show you how long this this album's gonna last basically yeah. how long this project or the, or the sound is gonna last and that's why I love going back and seeing eras of music, like eras of rap, uh, boom bap era in the, or the 90s, New York sound, or going uh, a couple years forward. And now the South is kind of taking over with this slowed and reverb sound. And then you go even fur- you go uh, further a couple years into the, like the 2000s. Then you have auto tune and it's, it's still uh, Southern in a way, but then it starts coming back up to the Midwest area and now Chicago is taking over and Detroit, Detroit is and taking Flint. over and Flint and it's like what? But even styles that are so different, like a Flint rapper today, we use a sample from a, a soul singer or a rock band and it'll be spent in a way that fits the style, but still uses that sample and still does it justice and it it's so good. It's amazing. It is so it's amazing. Art. Yeah, it is definitely art, and I think my my number five. What did I say? Uh, you said Michael Jackson, Michael Elvis, Jackson, Elvis, Journey, down, Journey. What else did I say? Is and Prince then, one of them? Prince, nah. I'd say Queen. I'd put Queen on mine at mm, least. Queen, they're right. great. Yeah, and I think I think it was Kendrick. Oh, it was Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Kendrick. It was it Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah, 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 Kendrick. Michael Jackson, because it's Mike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of... You don't have to question that yeah, one. Yeah, what's understood doesn't have to be explained, but Elvis, I mean... Elvis brought showmanship to rock and roll, yeah. essentially. He defined yes. how to be a front man. Nobody today or in any time would even care about performances, would even care about being a superstar and having this 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 feeling that feels like you're you're larger than life nobody would care about it had you it saw not the been movie for right of course yeah, remember when he uh when when he starts doing the uh the casino residencies and he's kind yeah. of planning out the stage show and how it's going <sighs> to look and how it's going to sound oh my goodness like his entire thought process behind it to make exactly what you said larger than life yes so interesting oh, that's honestly probably my favorite scene in that movie because he he takes the original that's all right that's all yeah he takes that original that country sample and he mixes it with gospel and then he has these people that's backing up and he, he has a choir and now it's country and gospel together with kind of like this rock pop feel to it that's all that's all right it's so good bringing the music together from different parts and fusing it together and having this this new form of art if you think about it it's a way of sampling it's a back in the day he, like he really elvis just sampled. Presley, elvis presley sampled it is. You know? elvis presley was sampling <laughs> i'm saying that's why i say you have to be open musically if you want to be an artist at all if you want to make it in the music business you have to be open because mm-hmm. everything is either sampled or mixed in a way it's fused like even today uh like a lot of trap country is becoming popular 
Yeah. And, and it's crazy. I'm like, trap and country would have never thought. But, yeah. but that, honestly, it's enjoyable to it's listen enjoy- to. I'm it's so- cool to see country music moving in that direction, too, because I think for the 2010s, it was uh, country and pop. It, oh, was. Yes. it was. For this decade, and I was getting afraid. I was actually getting worried for country. I was worried that oh, country yeah. was, was going to lose its like, country. It was becoming like bubblegum. <laughs> yeah, pop yeah. music exactly. You know? And a lot yeah. of people, yeah, a lot of people were like, "Oh, this sounds." It was corny. Yeah, corny. It, it was. was super. Corny. It was. It was very corny, and it was. It was repetitive. It was overused. Yeah. Them the songs it, that you hear in Burlington every time you walk yeah. in, and it's like on exactly. the radio. <laughs> it wasn't genuine country music anymore. Exactly. But when you have there were pop songs. This, this mix that we have today is so good. It's amazing. And there's so many different subgenres in country now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, System of a Down, because of how different, Toxicity, that's my favorite album. And when, when you listen to a rock song, it kind of has this one feeling throughout the whole song. You kind of know how it's going to go. You kind of know how you're going to feel throughout the whole song. But them, they'll have this beginning and it'll be like they're all over the place i mean i know over it's not the place. off of the record you mentioned but think about byob BY, oh my god that song goes y- yes it it's like it frightens you the first time you yeah, hear it like it's like a jump scare it's, it's like <laughs> why do we always fight the bar yeah. and it's like dun, 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 and then it kind of settles and you're like what yeah. going to the party have a real good time oh my then, goodness then they start shouting at you it's <sighs> or even um a song like chop suey yeah where you have this um i don't think you trust yeah like an acoustic and chorus it's like what and then you're it's like ah it's crazy man great musicianship in oh that yeah band for too. sure definitely how, musicianship. How, how versatile they are within mm-hmm. their own within a single song they're able to make a complete story it's crazy a complete yeah. story in three minutes yeah and that's what i mean it feels like you're watching um, a show or a movie or something that's how i felt with byob it's like watching a horror oh, yeah. movie yeah yeah definitely it does have that like feel like intense. it has a rising action to it then a yeah. climax and then it kind of falls toward the end yeah it's like a, a a horror film and um journey just because of how good they sound musically and how i, I love a lot of 80s rock music and a lot of 80s kind of like rock pop music and they have what i feel like is the perfect 80s sound yeah they yeah. really yeah it just fits the the time so well but it also stands the test time to where you can listen to something like that today and not feel like oh this is a this is an old song it, it doesn't it, have that right. feel to it they perfectly blended rock and pop music oh together yeah with, just the range in Steve Perry's voice and oh, having Steve great Perry. guitar playing, but also great keyboard playing as well. Oh, so yes. like you said, it really is a eighties defining sound. Yes, like songs like Separate Ways. That's eighties. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. straight. It, it it hits you in the soul and whatever piece of eighties you like, a song like that is is gonna hit you. Or even me, uh, uh I was a fan of Glee, so don't stop believing yeah 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 <laughs> yeah great ballad band too. great oh yeah faithfully and lights oh and my open arms mm-hmm. oh my goodness yeah the, when it comes to ballads crazy um journey and, and kendrick lamar just because how versatile he is but how everything sounds good in its own way 
you listen to damn it sounds nothing like mr morale and the big steppers didn't kendrick lamar win the i want to it's pronounced the pulitzer prize yeah you want a pulitzer pulitzer and it's a um it was the first artist who's not in classical music to ever win that award yeah really i'm like what I can't believe I've never heard of that. Yeah, he won a Pulitzer Prize. I did it's not cr- know that. I think it was for To Pimp a Butterfly. No, right. I think it was for the damn record. Man, I, maybe. It could have been for damn. Look that up, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, look at that right now. I'm pretty sure it was. It, it could have been from damn. But To yeah, Pimp a Butterfly, that. Classical or, classical or shit. You know, something yeah. like that. But even, definitely in hip-hop. <laughs> even like if you go and compare all of his albums. Damn doesn't sound like To Pimp a Butterfly. To Pimp a Butterfly doesn't sound like Good Kid Mad City. Good Kid Mad City doesn't sound like Section 80. It, it's crazy the way he changes so much musically, and it still sounds it's so still good. Lamar at the end it's of still the day. Kendrick. Yep. Like Good Kid Mad City, you have this this little jazz feel to it, and a, a lot of West Coast influence. Because a lot of the uh, most of his beats on our album produced by like Dr. Dre, a lot of West Coast artists, and then you have Damn, and you're like, oh, what is this sound? What is he even using? A lot of the songs on that were pronounced uh, were produ- produced by like Ninth Wonder, crazy, a, a completely different feel. He's a Midwest producer, and then you have who else? So he did he did win it for his uh, Damn album. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought I it was, thought it was for a damn because I mean that record was just so huge. Oh my goodness. It was. It yeah. was. It was amazing. Humble was so overplayed for so long. The, uh, I had a weight training class in high school and <laughs> oh wow. You'd hear that five times every single yeah. day. But class. I'll tell you honestly, same here cuz like we like played yeah. the radio or whatever, but I never oh, yeah. got tired of it. Every yeah, time I was just like it. I'm getting my max every single yeah. day. Yeah. I'm up there every day. Syrup sandwiches and yeah. allowances. I don't know, it's something about it. It still it still hits to this day. But yeah, for him to be so music- like even Mr. Morale in the big steppers it has this classical music feel to it like a classical trap feel and i'm like how how do you mix classical music with trap and then also have it has this kind of spoken word feel to it it's it's insane it's amazing what other uh 80s rock bands do you listen to other 80s rock bands If I had to choose, like another another fave, mm. artist list any that you well, listen yeah, to, or artist, or artist, because I listen to a lot more single artist okay. from the '80s than I do a band from the '80s. Like even before this year, I hate kind of saying this because of how much it, it blew up this year. But Kate Bush, I actually loved Kate Bush a lot before Stranger Things oh, and yeah. before Running Up That Hill. But now, anytime you say Kate Bush, is just straight Stranger Things, and it's like, ugh. Now it's like this is kind of whack. Yeah, it's that's what's like when uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie came out. Yeah. Everybody's like, hey, "Have you ever heard Queen?" It's like, "Yeah, <laughs> I've heard Queen before." Yeah, I've <laughs> yeah, never heard this person. I'm like, no. Yeah, same. Or, like, so I listened to Arizona Zervas. Okay. And Roxanne, and I loved that. Mm. And then it hit. And then it hit TikTok, and then yeah. I was just. I grew old of it oh, way yeah, too quickly. It makes you, or AHA, to be honest. F- yeah, AHA is a favorite. When they had the the MTV unplugged version of Take On Me. Yeah. 
and they yeah. switched the the feel of it to where it didn't have this ding 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 this pop poppy. feel. Yeah, they switched it and it it sounded so soft and soulful and beautiful and it was like wow. So I mm, honestly, <sighs> mm. well, prop mm, yeah, probably Prince. Prince, yeah, because Purple Rain that's. That's a amazing, great record. Amazing. You've seen the movie too, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> multiple times. Especially <laughs> when, multiple. when he passed, rest in peace him. On BT, they played it all day, twenty four hours. MTV, VH one. Yes. It was on constantly. That was I think like the first musician death where I was like I was a fan of his yeah. for a long time before he passed away. So yes. when he did, I was like it actually no, hit. It, yeah. It, 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 I listened to when Doves Cry immediately after. I'm oh like, there's just no way. It you hits know? because with artists like Michael Jackson, he passed in a time where we were barely we like were young. Yeah, we were. I think I, I was seven years old. Yeah. I happily enough remember it because of just how big of a deal it was. Yeah, I but at that time, actually, time you don't understand. Yeah, at the time you didn't really get it. We're not even people yet, for <laughs> real. Yeah, and at seven or six, you're not. Yeah, no. But uh, artists like Prince or even me, I listen to a lot of old '80s rap. So artists like Biz Marquee, he passed away a couple, well, either, like last year or something like that. Shock G, he passed away either earlier this year or last year. It's crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong, didn't DMX pass away last yeah, year? Yeah. Uh, it was either last or the year yeah, I think before. it was last year or the year before. Crazy. That, that was a crazy, that that was a crazy moment. Like, really? And then uh, they had a, a beautiful performance where rest in peace michael k williams he performed as dmx but then he passed away like so when i was like wow very unfortunate yeah that hits too so a lot of the the artists we see today even recent like like really recently like takeoff yes <sighs> we, we were talking about that last week oh my goodness we that. that's crazy we have these it, it's it's kind of it's odd seeing an artist pass away because you look at an artist and you see them as different than a regular person or whatever and yeah. when you're a celebrity you kind of hold them to a higher standard and hold them on this pedestal but you just don't expect it ever to ever you don't happen. expect it nobody's invincible yeah yep. yes and when you see artists you we kind of vision them as if they are invincible all the way to although two people i will say are, that are invincible 50 cent like that dude <laughs> took way too many bullets and and low tj low tj Facts. just took so many bullets yeah 50 cent he's never like He's that. never ever gonna <laughs> stop talking about that, or or a little TJ, especially right now. Even, and that's kind of it's it's bittersweet when something like that happens to an artist because if you get shot as an artist now, you're gonna be related to Fifty Cent no matter yeah, what. Yeah. yeah. So TJ, he he got shot and he recovered very quickly for mm-hmm. how many how many he took. Yeah. Then he and, it was like and, more than Fifty Cents, right? Because Fifty Cent, I think nah, he got shot like nine times. No, nah, but it was seven, I think. Oh, okay. But the thing is, which I think that personally, I think he should be humbled, TJ, because he immediately yeah. went and as soon as he was back to rapping, mm-hmm. he immediately went and did a uh, did a cover slash a remix of one of Fifty Cent songs. Uh, Many see, men, yeah, and see, that's what happens when artists. It's kind of feeding into it. I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah it, 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 it's it's problematic in a way because it makes you feel like you have to go through something as an artist to be taken seriously. Yeah, like something traumatic like that. 
And I like, think even did. Rod Wave, we were talking about him earlier. He got into a car crash and made a through the wire uh, influence song. Like when Kanye got into a car crash and he made through the wire. And it's like, it's a dope song, but you feed into the negative event that happens to kind of profit off of it. Yeah. So in a way, it's, yeah. it, it's, uh, it's bittersweet. I can see where they're coming from, but I also yeah. can see why they shouldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, it's like you profiting off of your own pain and you 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 acknowledge it, but you still, you're going to have that song and it's going to remind you of that that thing. Like what if you go through an event and you have PTSD? Yeah. You make a, a piece of art about it and it gets replayed. You're going to think about that experience over and over. Oh, and over. of yeah, course. And it's it's almost so sick that you're going to want it to happen again. Yeah, exactly. So you yeah. Have another hit. And, and you're like, oh, I'm falling off. I got to get shot again or something. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let me get relevant. Crash. Yeah, let me find out something, some shocking event that will make me relevant again. I, I think that's part of the, the drug abuse in the music industry. Just a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. They feed into their own demons to keep creating art. Oh, yeah. And when you hear about uh, artists using drugs, you'll 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 kind of get this feeling of some artists will be like, "Oh, this artist had their best project when they were on this drug, or or when they went yeah. through this heartbreak, or when they got into this accident." It's like you don't gotta do. You that. don't have to be hurt to make good music. Right. I could see how you can get inspired from it, I but I would say, say yeah. I wouldn't depend on something like that to I'm happen. You that, shouldn't. Yeah, and that's where it comes when where a lot of artists are like, oh, I have to do something yeah, traumatic. Yeah, I have to self-sabotage. Now I have to take drugs if I want to be a good artist. Yeah. That's now I have to start shooting people and getting works. shot. It and, is. Yeah. It, it is really unfortunate because we have such amazing artists who pass the drugs every year and it has hit us like juice or... And it's never an eye opener. Have it's everyone, never. The, everyone will just do what they do. We we all pretend to acknowledge it a little bit. We'll be like, oh, drug use is so bad because Juice World passed. But all the artists that were with Juice World and making music with them in their next song, they'd be like, oh, I'm taking this drug and I'm doing this and I'm popping yeah. this. And I'm like, yeah. did your Who's friend just not literally it's like, did your friend just not pass away? Right. Do you not have any sort of level of self-reflection to where you can't see where it could be a problem it's, it's just there's it's just a loop yeah it's it, an unfortunate loop and they unfortunately sometimes use that artist's death to profit off of it to profit off of it like oh like i'm doing the same thing that made this person pass away like, yes exactly you know? and it's like yeah and i'm not on. and i'm not passed away yet like i'm exactly. still living right it, like it, it, come on don't compare yourself like that i know that's really the biggest thing today when it comes to artists is the comparison thing. I feel like as yeah. as a, a industry, we have to kind of stop comparing. We have to have a competitive edge because that, that makes um, you try harder. That brings something out of you. Competing, it, it brings a, a different piece of you out when it comes to making your art. But I think we have to be a little bit less comparative when it comes to either how you make or see these artists making their art or how successful an artist is. Yes. Because it makes you feel incomplete as an artist when you're being compared to someone else who's doing more than you or has more numbers or has a certain style that's really popular right now 
and then you'll try to copy that style but until by time it out. <laughs> until it, yeah by time you got your project yeah. out with the style the style's gone the style nobody even likes that style anymore that's it's why you gotta, you gotta come with your own style you gotta come with you and that's what i mean by the stop comparing because once you even if it does sound similar to something it's like who cares as long as it's genuine exactly. then yeah yeah once exactly. it matters once you shed everything else once you put on those goggles and you have tunnel vision once you shed everything else going around you it allows you to be more you yeah. You don't have to be the most original artist every single time, yeah. but just write from the heart. And Even what we're talking music. about, Elvis? Elvis, yeah. when it comes to originality, you gotta put Elvis at like the bottom. Well, Elvis <laughs> didn't write his own tunes. He didn't write, I think he has like, what, one songwriting credit? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one. Just, he had the great voice and he, he, he was had a front the, man. Yeah, he, he had the voice, he had the, the performance, yeah. and he had the showmanship to it so kyle you're a big country music fan think about kenny chesney that guy plays seventy thousand seat football stadiums all <sighs> summer every single year he doesn't write his his music that's right anything but he he packs the stadiums he's a front man yeah exactly he is an excellent front man and but, has a yeah. good voice and that's why i love and that's why i would like to have a kind of a time where we could stop comparing because you use inspiration and it allows you to be creative and allows you to create new forms like without elvis taking the inspiration from the country and the gospel he would have never been able to make that song and have that sound to it right exactly without kendrick hearing some without kendrick sampling james brown and 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 using this g-funk sound he would have never had this kind of rap infused jazz sound that he has on to pimp butterfly exactly without using influences you can't create without influence you can't create anything new right which is kind of a, a, a crazy concept without the old you can't like make nothing new i mean think about prince he's seen as very original but he right. still has influences he still put pieces together oh, yeah. to come up with stuff oh and yeah and I, even today there's artists who's inspired by him and it'll, it'll yeah. keep going in the cycle and that's what's beautiful about it but i just wish we'd stop comparing or saying oh oh this sounds like this exactly oh this it's just like, sounds like oh. this person like what there's only so many styles you can do right. there's only so many flows there's only so many it's words like, you can say mm-hmm. you're it's gonna like, if you like it, it then just listen to it <laughs> then listen if you don't yeah. like it i mean whatever happened to that just being like well i like this song so i'm gonna listen to it <laughs> no, <laughs> what happened now, social media, media people just analyze yeah. it so heavily and it's like oh, oh well, this goodness. this or they said this 15 years ago it's like dude if it's a good oh, song my. it's a good song yeah like, social media definitely did that it's like you can't it's like, oh, this does. They they just copied the Beatles. Who cares? <laughs> Who ca- you can't Who cares? enjoy music. You have to analyze it now. Yeah, and it'll be Just the most casual nuts. music listeners, the people who don't know anything, the people who don't listen to anything other than like one genre, right. will be so critical of music. But number one, you're not an artist. Number two, you barely listen to music. Number three, who cares? Right. I think the the really great artists are just your average listeners or at least the really great songwriters it's insane when you allow yourself to kind of get away from social media and how everyone's so critical of everything and you allow yourself to enjoy the music Mm -hmm. 
that's a different feel. You really got to get out of that mindset of try, the comparisons and the the analyzing everything and, and seeing, oh, this person said this and it was a reference to this. It's like it's paying homage, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The reason those artists in the beginning didn't have uh, a lyric from an artist before was because those were the innovators. Exactly. You can't go backwards from zero. Yeah, you, you can't yeah. forget about you, you can't, them either. You know what I'm saying? So all you can do is go forward. And once you hit like a certain time, then you can go back and then use these influences. And it's dope. Not because I mean, not only because you have the new people of today's society and today's generation, they're getting uh, pieces of the old mixed with the new, but also the older generation is starting to see like, oh, I know this. This is like this one song and it's sampled in this new like rap song or this new country song. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it makes both ages happy. I've heard that uh, I've experienced sometimes when people would sample. So like Jack Harlow sampled uh, Glamorous. Right. And I've experienced an interaction I had and a person that I showed that to showed no appreciation. They were like, Mm. they were like, I hate how he took this and made it his own. Like he just stole their style. Like he didn't. He took it and he incorporated it in his own style. He took it and made it into his own. Because that song sounds nothing (laughs) like the original. Isn't the original song uh, a Fergie song? I believe so. Yeah, I think it's. uh, I think it's. Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's not the same story. It's not the same, and that's. That's also something. That's another thing. It's when you use influence, it doesn't have to tell the same story. It can tell a different story, even with a a different meaning. Or you'll use a like a vocal chop and it'll mean one thing in this song. But in this song, it it, it, it means it's something so different and it sets a different tone and tells a different story. Exactly exactly yeah having something like that is, is so dope to be able to use the same thing for a different reason and be creative and have a different outlook based on this new project yeah um unfortunately we're coming up to an hour we're gonna try yeah. to keep our podcast around there so okay. just hit it with yeah. a little wrap up and once again shout out to Bulldog uh, podcast. They'll be they'll be changing their the name. Bulldog podcast. They'll be changing uh, okay. their name from Bulldog Radio yeah. to Bulldog Podcast here. Okay. And uh, I'm not sure how soon they can do that, but that is what we're looking forward to doing. Uh, um, one up there, just like to say, yesterday we found Amoeba in the mix. Yes, yes, we the TV show. Oh yeah, yeah. So TV basically, starting back up, and uh, it's our sister, our sister media, okay, platform. So Miba yeah. in the mix. Miba in the mix. Mixed. In the <laughs> yes. mix. Ah, I get it. I, I so, see it. No, I can't wait like to, to to be on that. Yeah, we, can't we, wait. we definitely want to have you. Yeah, on well, as soon as I finish so, this project up, I want to be on the show because it's, it's hosted by Destiny Petrolia and, and myself, and uh, we're we're only getting one episode this semester, but next semester hopefully we'll get yeah more and uh if it's successful and if it gets good reviews, then you know we'll just yeah we keep just it going. We got so much in the in the works with this this program everything that we got the the podcast this right now that we're doing the the amoeba uh mix 
TV show, the Unity Fest, everything that we got is is crazy. Yep. And I'm so I'm proud of us, and I'm happy on what we got going on right now. So, quick That's reminder: amazing. we um, the Music and Entertainment Business Association, also known as MEBA, meets every Thursday at 11 a.m. in the College of Business Room 112. I believe it is. Yeah, one, one, 11. Is, one, one 11. Is it 111? It'll be 111. Okay. Yeah. If you show up to 112, we'll also be in there. That's our, right. that's our lobby. Somebody will be there to help you out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, 11 o'clock on Thursdays in uh, Business 111. And we just discuss everything that's going on with our program. We got a huge festival that we're rolling out in the spring. It's called Unity Fest. We touched on it yeah. last week on the podcast, but just... Just to clarify a little more things that we have planned for it, so we're going to have some mental well-being, mental wellness, tables, activities, and uh, the night will end topping off with not only a live performance from some bands, but it'll also end in a nice raffle with mm-hmm. a giveaway. Yeah. And yesterday had a meeting, and it's confirmed now that Theater Honor Society will be working with us. So shout out That's to right. the Theater Honor Society yeah, for out. giving us a hand with that. And we'd be glad if anyone else is in any other RSOs, we'd be glad Absolutely. to get a hand. It's, Unity uh, Fest. Yeah, we're, it's in the works right now. It's really starting to happen. So we're very happy about that. And also, obviously, if you haven't listened to our first episode yet, it is out now. Maybe Mix the pilot. Of course. Oh, TJ, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, man. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you for calling me and then this We're really great looking opportunity forward to your music coming out we are so you're looking forward to it i'm looking forward Keep to us it. updated on that because we'll oh, be yeah, sure definitely. to let everybody know yeah all right we'll uh we'll especially let everyone know on our our meba ferris instagram account all of our yeah, social follow, medias all our socials destiny is really taking that off too and yeah if you aren't follow them and uh yeah, we just love to hear it. Of course, yeah. I'll probably make the announcement of when I'm going to uh, officially drop everything on the podcast. Awesome. That so, yeah, awesome. I'll give a little sneak peek. Yeah. Maybe do a That'd little, be great. little freestyle, like on some L.A. leakers type stuff. That would be yeah, awesome. You know? I'd love to start incorporating that in oh, here anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, do a little bit of uh, performance aspect of it. So, give you a little taste of what the, the full project is going to sound like. Of course, I feel like I just cannot wait. Once it's out, we want you on Meba in the mix, so be looking out for that. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. TJ, thanks a lot, and thanks to everybody for listening. We'll see you next time.